Welcome to Amplify Love, a show for the light worker, the soulful influencer, the seeker of peace, and advocate of love. I'm your host, Jenny G. Randolph, a former lawyer. I'm a former therapist as well, a current mom and soulful leadership coach and channel. In my work, I bridge clients to the spiritual realm. That includes angels, ancestors, spirit guides, sometimes even Jesus, so they can get answers to their biggest questions about life and purpose. Each show, we feature insights and interviews. You'll get tips, tools, and me channeling the archangels and Jesus live here later on. The goal is to help you connect to the spiritual being that you are and your true purpose and your soul so that you can take action from there to create a brighter world and to amplify love. Goodness knows we need this type of leadership from each one of us, this type of empowerment and voice, especially with everything we are dealing with in the world right now from the pandemic to the protests for equality and to end injustices, things we are seeing on a global scale like never before. Exciting times, tumultuous times, can be confusing times. Here we are. And so my goal today is to help you connect with that part of you that is bigger than any of this and that can guide you from love and from spirit to show up just as you are supposed to at this time in the world. In 1999, I quit law to find my true purpose. 15 years later, after much meditating, studying A Course in Miracles, becoming a therapist, raising three kids, hours of spiritual workshops, going through divorce, lots of therapy. I finally, finally knew my true purpose when I saw my first angel in the Calgary airport. I am a bridge to the spiritual realm. Not really knowing what that meant exactly, A few months later, one quiet morning, I was at home, three kids were off at school, and I heard like an inner dialogue, the angels and Jesus as well, they're telling me, you are on our team, you have an assignment to write for us. That assignment, after months of stepping through fear and having the courage to show up and to write what came to me through an inner dialogue from Jesus and the archangels. That became my book, Love's Curriculum, Messages of Enlightenment. You can find it on Amazon. And it is all about remembering the truth of who you are as a spiritual being, what you're here to do, how to navigate this earthly realm, what's the meaning of it all. And it itself raises your own vibration to love, to empower you here, especially at this time. So if you don't have a copy, I invite you to go grab one on Amazon. 
And today I have the pleasure of interviewing and having joined with me another amazing coach, Kit Cassingham. She's a high performance coach with over 30 years of experiencing experience coaching and consulting small business owners. And she's worked with people from all fields, ranging from sales and art to hospitality and medicine. But Kit's specialty is guiding people to manage and overcome their fears. If you're like me, we can all use a good dose of that. Kit specially enjoys helping entrepreneurs who have ADD or ADHD and all people who feel different than or feel like they're an outcast somehow. What she does is help them focus on their strengths, clear the hurdles so they can quit struggling and thrive. She's found through her work that ADDers, as she calls them, benefit even more than others with the tools she teaches. Kit is passionate about what a gift ADD is and practices what she preaches to keep her own ADD manageable. She lives in southwestern Colorado with her husband and cats. She enjoys 280-degree mountain vistas when she's not traveling or out walking. Sounds beautiful. And I am so excited to introduce Kit. Let's bring you on here. Welcome, Kit. Thanks, Jenny. It sure is good to be here with you today. It's good to have you. And I, I just love reading in, in your work the idea of um, helping those of us who feel different than or outcast. I surely have felt that being uh, first with OCD in high school and then coming out as a channel and then coming out as fluid in my sexuality in my 40s. Lots of reasons that I myself have faced that journey. And I'm curious, please tell us a bit about yourself how you came to be involved in the work that you're doing? Well, as like your path, my path has been um, convoluted and up and down and around and about. Yes. <laughs> the best and time. I, yes. It was, the adventure is just so exciting. <laughs> um, I, I grew up in a family. There are five of us kids and mom ran a really tight ship. Um, she had schedules for, all right, you're going to get up at this time so you can practice the piano while this one's taking a shower and then that one will practice and breakfast is at this time and off to school you go. Um, and then you're home and you're from school and you're studying and, and dinner's at this time. And, and just we kids actually had early bedtimes. Uh, I, I don't see that today, but I always thought it was kind of interesting that mom was like that. And without thinking about it, I kept a similar structure in my life until I met my husband, who is as unstructured as they come. Of and he'll course. say, I'm structured. I work every Sunday to get Monday's issue out. <laughs> and I go, yeah, that's not quite what I mean by structure. So I dismantled my structure in trying to mesh our relationships, our relationship. And my life kind of fell apart. My business augured in and, and I just kind of found myself floundering and not feeling like I had purpose or direction. And through the months and years, I kept saying, I really need to get back to a structure. 
And when I learned about the ADD, which I learned about because of him, um, I realized I was right. That structure structure is very important to me with my ADD. Now, ADD is different for everybody, but that's what I need. Um, so that's a, a real quick introduction to my information about ADD um, or how I got here. But I've lived in a variety of states. My parents introduced me to meditation when I was a senior in high school. The three of us studied transcendental meditation. And I was the only one who really stuck with it. Uh, and so I've been meditating since 1971. Wow. Uh, it's, it's morphed through the years. Uh, I've picked up bits and pieces. And, uh, and now I have a meditation school I belong to that uh, keeps me going every day. And that I'm realizing it has to be a big part of what I do. Uh, and how I, are- there's a lot rambling story sorry (laughs) (laughs) no you've got lot like well like me you've been on the planet a while lots of experiences yeah (laughs) what a what a unique one to have your parents introduce you to meditation so yeah beautiful not everyone's journey how did you get into the coaching that you're doing now were you always a coach or was there something you were doing before I have been a coach effectively since 1987, 88. Uh, I was a bed and breakfast innkeeper and was teaching other innkeepers what I had been learning about running a successful inn. I was a manager for uh, an owner partnership at a bed and breakfast in Boulder, Colorado. And so I would just share what I knew and coached and stuff. Um, But I, I, through my meditation school realized that people don't know how for the most part to live a centered grounded effective life we're kind of Mm -hmm. scattered and all over the place so I knew that I wanted to teach them what I was learning in my meditation school without it being a meditation teaching I wanted to teach them that managing their energy and how they ate and their thoughts and all those things really impacted their daily life. Right. And having awareness of yes. ourselves, the awareness oh. that meditation brings. And then how, how can I then be aware of my thoughts? And, and heard, that awareness. Yeah. That awareness is really mm-hmm. vital. So you but, got into coaching, especially well, those who feel different then tell us about that. Well, so to, to actually give me a structure, I discovered Brendan Burchard's high performance coaching program. And knew that that was the vehicle I needed. So I was going along doing that for a while when I was about to kill Randy. I was just so disgusted. Is that your husband? It. Yes. That's Randy. My husband. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't you know Randy? Maybe you don't. But anyway. our listener, our listener wouldn't. So I just wanted to say. <laughs> they, they aren't sitting around with us all the time talking. <laughs> Sorry so Randy, that. your partner was driving you crazy. I get it. I think <laughs> others of us relate. <laughs> so my husband was driving me crazy. And here in Colorado, it is illegal to kill your husband. Oh. <laughs> and so I called in our therapist and I started down and she came to our house. And I was going down my list of complaints and she stopped me and said, Kit, you're just reacting to his ADD. Hmm. 
I said, what? No, his ADD is having to stick to his Sunday schedule so he can get out his Monday issue. And, and then she finished my list. And I thought, whoa, that's wild. So I mm. bought a couple of books on how to be a partner to somebody with ADD. And I kept seeing myself in the patients they were talking about. Wow. And that's when I really recognized that, yes, I was right, that structure and diet and all these things that I'd been telling people what they needed to do applied to me even more because of my ADD. So I pulled together some talks about how to manage your ADD and started giving it at the, at the Mensa annual gatherings. And I would have people come up to me and say, well, I don't have ADD, but I find that because of my you know, being the 1% or 2% of the population, I'm treated weirdly. Or I don't have ADD, uh, I have Asperger's. Or, mm -hmm. you know, they all have different variations of being different. Right. Yes. When I go, oh, it's not the ADD per se that brings on the shame. It's the being different. And then yes. the teachers or ministers or whoever even make you more different because they say, go sit in the corner and you do your homework. Come sit on the front row with me and do your homework. Mm. So you feel signaled I'm out. You, yes. And now, yeah. because I was so much older when I learned I had ADD, I didn't experience any of that differentness, though I have my own flavor of differentness. So, and I what would that be? <laughs> what had um, you feeling different as a teenager? I tend to be um, contrarian. If the teacher says, I want you to do ABC, I'll go, oh, but wouldn't it be cool to do ACD? <laughs> Or BCA or, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can, so anything that, yeah, makes one. And I imagine all of us feel something that makes us feel different, especially as we're going through teenage dumb, I would say, and becoming who we are. There's usually something. <laughs> and, and into adult dumb, right? <laughs> so tell us um, what, oh. Well, let's start. So I know something that I, the, the, you listening may not know that you walked the Camino. I have walked the Camino de Santiago twice. Twice. Right. And so tell us, when did that come in your life? What, how does that play into who you are now and what you're teaching and what you can share with us to help all of us who are feeling different than or blocked okay. by those fears that come up? about being perhaps seen or being different wanting to walk the Camino makes you different right there. <laughs> the French... yeah, how many people have done that the percentage wise in the population? Well, I'm not good at my math because I have to first <laughs> know the world population, but about 300,000 a year walk any one of the dozen ish routes to Santiago. Okay. Um, I walked the French way, which is the most well-known and the most popular. It was, um, brought to light, especially after Martin Sheen's movie, The Way. Um, and that's when Americans really glommed on to going. Mm -hmm. I was it introduced to it. It became very popular, yes. Um, a girlfriend, a woman I've known since first grade, uh, was married to a man who wanted to walk the Camino. 
being a CPA, he didn't have time to do the full month it would take to walk all 500 miles or 800 kilometers. So they walked the last 100 kilometers, which when you do that, you get your Compostela, which is a gorgeous certificate of completion. And his plan was to walk the full thing when he retired. He died first, so he never got oh. to do it. I know, it was wow. very sad. Uh, and wow. he was such a wonderful man. But Kay wanted to do that to kind of honor his desire and memory. And she asked me to go with her. So we had 21 months to prepare. And two days before our journey, she backed out. Hmm. So I went by myself. Uh, except you never go by yourself uh, because there are another you know, thousand or two thousand or ten thousand people walking it with you. Now, I happened to be going at the same time, a friend that my sister of my sister-in-law's um, so we, we agreed to go together separately so that if one of us wanted to do something and the other didn't want to do, you no, know, that'd be cool. Um, so I, I was going to do my Camino in 2017, but didn't end up doing it till 2018. I uh, did it in uh, March. In fact, the two-year anniversary of coming home, I've just passed in the past couple of weeks. Um, and I had, I did a lot of preparation ahead of time, Jenny. I watched Martin Sheen's movie. I read Sonia Chiquette's book of Walking Home. Mm -hmm. I found a couple of other books about people's experiences of walking. I watched other documentaries about the Camino. Looked at the weather maps. I joined a couple of Camino pages on Facebook. So I was well-versed and I trained. You were prepared. I I was prepared, (laughs) which is how I like to do things. But in reading Sonia's book, I realized, even though I'm not going for religious purposes, I can tell this thing is going to change me. And I have no idea how. Hmm. And I still can't put into words what changed or how. But I came home saying, I want to help people transform. Hmm. I, I can guide them to do things. And I'm slowly coming up with better words, more concrete words than well, I can help you transform. Yeah, I can help you transform. <laughs> so Right, like what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it transform. I'm not a transformer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you um, are. So it sounds like you found your purpose in the the way that I coach people and tune into the guides. It sounds like you found a a core part of who you are, the gifts even if you don't know the details, the energy of it is about transformation. Yeah. And about overcoming um, your obstacles and finding joy in everything you do. My hardest day on the trip, Jenny, uh, it was actually the second of two days up a really steep mountain slope. And the second day when I stepped out of our lodging, they call them albergues, which is probably Spanish for dormitory or something. Um, it it was dark because we were leaving early. It was windy and cold and wet. And we're walking along and I'm drenched, even though I'm wearing rain gear. And my mind just goes, oh, I can't do this. I'm miserable. I can't do this. And then my brain kind of snapped and chided and said, oh, cut it out. You can do this. You've mm. done stuff like this before. Now turn your attitude around and go and do it with joy. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and about that time, the breakfast place came along and 
it was the worst place we had. And I had so much fun. I mean, I don't know what kind of coffee they were serving, but uh, it seemed like cheap instant coffee. And they didn't have (laughs) anything but packaged sweet rolls and potato chips. And and it's like, no, that's not what we have for breakfast. But hey, that's what we've got. So we sat around and talked and laughed. And it was still windy and rainy. It wasn't quite as dark anymore. It was a little less cold. And we just continued and we had so much fun. And that's when I realized... Oh, and ended the day walking through these puddles that had this eerie, shiny green look to them. And I realized they weren't pure mud. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice odor to them. <laughs> a little, yeah, a little odorific. And I thought, you know, if I can do what I've done today, I can walk through this because I can wash it off later. So that was such a huge gift to me to overcome that day. Yeah, and to, to really experience what that means because we can say oh do it with joy or you know in our heads but you had the actual experience of it yeah yeah and that sticks with you so what what would you I'm thinking that those listening may be experiencing some of that in their life right now with everything going on it's easy to look at what's wrong or, Oh, I can't do this anymore. Or I can't do that. Or, Oh my gosh, the world's falling apart. Right. All of the ways. So just like Mm. you could have looked at that breakfast and gone, ah, crappy coffee and yucky buns. Um, but but instead it's warm, it's wet. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so to bring that joy at this time, how, what, what little nugget would you want to give us? My, I think my biggest nugget is to make the decision to look at the bright side of everything one don't listen or look at or read the news that is so bad for us jenny go find the good things in life and when you hear of something that's not pleasant or is unhappy or miserable find the bright side in it there's always a bright side to everything we do and Mm. and give to others Giving to others is a big gift to yourself, but seeing how you've helped them brightens your day. Yeah. Serving. I, when I start to feel yes. down, <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, what is this all for? And am I making any difference or yeah, if things feel bleak as soon as I get up and get on video or call somebody or talk or help someone, it, it does. It's very true that it, it shifts us out of that dark place. When you, and when you said, look at, Oh, go ahead. The other thing that I find incredibly valuable <laughs> is to go take a walk, get yes. outside and move because that changes your body chemistry. And it's real hard to be sad or depressed when you're moving. Yes. So, you were yes. saying, sorry. No, no. Um, now when you mentioned looking for the brighter side, I was thinking, Um, part of my journey has been that balance between like not being the, um, oh, everything's fine. Let's pretend it's not okay. Learning how to let the things that are troubling move through me and then find the brighter side. And that's what I heard you saying. Like if you, even in this, these tragedies, this hard time, there's a not about ignoring them, but seeing the brighter side in them is what I heard you say. So even yes. in the darker things, seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel or the 
the, I want to say opportunity, because in all of this, uh, just like on your walk and all of this struggle and the wind and the, the trouble is, and the, the difficulties, there's that opportunity for transformation. There's that opportunity to see the joy, to bring even to more love to the I situation. was just going to say, <laughs> and, and give the love. Yeah. Everybody needs love. Everything needs love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so and this- if you're not sharing it, you're hogging it. And that's just not kosher. That's not cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we want to be givers and receivers. Receive lots of love. Give lots of love. It's free. It comes and goes freely. Yeah. Yeah. One of the bits of advice I used to give to the bed and breakfast innkeepers was it's called in keeping. But if you don't give, I mean, you're, you're always giving and, and you have to balance that give with receive. And a lot of times people who are servers or service people aren't good at receiving, but you've got to that. And, and it fits in with this love concept that you have to give love to receive love mm-hmm. and receive love to give love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, and, and, you have nothing left to give. You've given it all away, and there's just an empty well. Yeah, and, and the truth is, it's an ever-flowing fountain and divine love, and always yes. there when we when we look for that brighter side. When we when we and tap it, yeah, yeah, like you said too. Watch your thoughts and decide mm-hmm. which ones to have that are going to remind us of that love, even in the hard things that are going on. And you get, you're right. You have to acknowledge the, the, you know, if you have a bad blister, you have to acknowledge it's a bad blister Uh and then you take care of it and go on. Yeah. That's the choice is do I go down a dark tunnel with it or do I choose a brighter one? Yeah. I, I, the bright ones are so much more fun. Yeah. And not always easy. Like, I mean, I think, you know, in that moment to try and make that choice isn't, always easy and again not to ignore the anger the fears that come up to to move through them to talk about them to process them I think but with always that container that we're going to move forward from this we're going to make it like you said I can do this on the Camino we're going to make it and for me that always always requires reaching out for support so support from the Uh, angels from mm -hmm. source from friends from counselors and coaches and therapists it's not I think not something we can just do on our own finding that light I agree I agree and angels come in a variety of shapes sizes and flavors so yes turning down help can you're turning away an angel that can be very insulting (laughs) yes did you did you feel you had help on the walk was that part of your like what did that look absolutely Absolutely. And the com- one of the big Camino mantras is the Camino provides. Beautiful. And I, I saw it day in and day out. It, it, is, it is a beautiful thing to watch and experience and be part of. Mm-hmm. There's a real energy flow to the Camino. Uh, Carolyn May says that she found that when she was on the path of the sidewalk, she could feel it. And if she stepped off the sidewalk, she couldn't. Hmm. I guess maybe my sidewalk was bigger than hers, or I have a looser definition of energy flow. I found the path to be like villages wide. Even when you're walking through the big cities that the Camino goes through, 
there's still a beautiful energy about the people, about everything. It just, so mm, it, it was a lovely river to be part of. Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling that sense as we are facing so many different issues and everyone's in a different place with it. And I was thinking about the the issues uh, around racism that's still so prevalent and um, that we can all feel that this is a call for a big transformation, that we can do this and that we are being supported, that there is a river of love and spiritual help and that we see more and more people joining together in support for change, uh, that that um, I don't know, can't say the Caminos provides, we could say God provides, but it, well, it's even more than that. Humanity, the world, us coming together is going you want to... to. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be broad and like, I love to say life is a Camino because it is going, you go through life step at a time, challenge at a time, up and down hills through darkness and sunlight and rain and dryness and snow showers like we had yesterday. And, you, you know, <laughs> so life is a Camino. And God is life and the Camino. So if everybody would just share their love more, you you would have that Camino energy and that Camino Mm -hmm. provides symbolism. Yes. So let's set that as our intention and everyone here. Yeah. That we keep sharing that love, receiving that love, growing that support, feeling it coming from everywhere, from the earth, from the source. Beautiful. Well, how can people stay in touch with you, Kit? Well, I have contact information on my website, which is liveinfocusedenergy.com. Okay. There's and a I th- form and all kinds of stuff about me. Right. There. And I hear you have the opportunity for a free strategy session on there as well. Yeah. Now, the strategy session is my intake process for coaching. But I've done a lot of strategy sessions for people who just want to start on getting to know themselves better. Filling out the questionnaire is mind-opening. And then going through the hour conversation about what you learned, and I get a copy of the form, um, is just life-changing for for many people. Okay. And they find that at live... Yes, go ahead. ahead. You got it. Okay, so it's liveinfocusedenergy.com forward slash questionnaire. And that's the direct link for that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm, and, yes, and if so, they didn't have a chance to write that down, there's a tab on my website that says something like coaching or and about coaching at the bottom of that is the form. Great. So. Yes. And I know you'd be powerful at helping anyone out there needing to remember um, the gifts and whatever their struggles may be, how to move through the fears, how to get moving, how to feel more empowered, more joy, more love. Yeah. Especially at this time. Great. Especially at this time. Amplify amplify love, Jenny. Amplify love. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I hope you don't have too much snow. (laughs) You said it wasn't too much, but it's, it wasn't even 50 degrees yet when we got on the call. Okay. Um, I, I'd already w- summarized my yurt. I had to winterize it quickly last night as I went 
own. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm wearing clothes today and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us your story, your work, your inspiration kit. Thank you for doing your work, Jenny. I'm glad to be here. Take care. Okay. Bye. All right. We are going to take a short one minute little musical interlude to give you a chance to stretch and shift gears for the rest of the show as we when we come back I will guide us within to ground and open our hearts and connect with divine spirit and bring through wisdom and messages direct from the high council who is the group that I scribe loves curriculum for it includes the guide and master in spirit forum Jesus the archangels other light teachers so hang on stand up, stretch, grab something to drink. And when we come back in one minute, we will go into that inner meditative time together. I'll see you back soon. Welcome back to Amplify Love. I'm Jenny G. Randolph, channel, bridge to the spiritual realm, soulful leadership coach. And I'm excited to bring us into some inner space here now as part of the show and bring through the messages from the spiritual realm, the guides, this beautiful, loving presence that is here to support us always and especially at this time. So I invite you to Close your eyes if you wish. And let's take a big, deep breath in and out together. <sighs> so I invite you to make some sound to really release any busyness in your mind and your thoughts, in your body, any thoughts, what you have to get to, any lingering thoughts about what you were just hearing. Maybe even resistance and judgments or wondering if you have the time for this. Let's just let all of that go, making the choice to be here now. So big breath in and on the exhale, letting go. <sighs> Good. And then placing a hand upon your heart center, right in the middle of your chest, the heart chakra. And I want you to take some great, nice breaths and focus them in through the heart and out through the heart. Heart breathing. If you want to know more about this, you can go to heartmathinstitute.org 
or heartmath.org. Lots of cool research. And breathing into the heart and out. Good. And then feeling your feet on the floor. So uncrossing those legs if they are crossed. Planting your feet on the floor. Noticing your bum in the chair as well. And now as you focus where your feet meet the floor, I want you to imagine and intend sending roots out the soles of your feet. Maybe tree roots or look like plant roots or light roots, it doesn't matter. And if you don't really see anything, that's okay too. Just use your intention. You're sending these roots out. Notice maybe what you feel in your feet as you do. Sending the roots now down through the floor, through the floors, into Mother Earth, into the soil. Going deeper and spreading out. And with your intention, sending these roots out wherever they want to go. Just trusting the process. They can go as far and wide, as deep. Any place in the world. And now asking and intending those roots to come to rest and anchor. And now here we ask Mother Earth, we ask Creator, Divine, all that is, God, Source, to send up any Earth energies that you are needing here, right now, right today. Sending all that energy now up through the roots, up through your feet, up through your legs, up into your heart. And again, beginning to breathe in and out of the heart center as this energy comes up into your heart and then radiates out as you breathe to fill your entire body, pulsating through every nook and cranny. And then pushing out past your physical body into your auric field. So that energy that you are that extends out past your skin. Feeling that as well with all this energy of the earth. Good. Now draw attention to the very top of your head, to your crown chakra. And ask and intend that it be open open to pure love, pure connection, pure divinity, yourself as a spiritual being, to God, love, source, all that is good, all light. We're opening to your soul team, which is a group of friends and family and administrators and helpers who are still in the spiritual realm and are working with you to help your learn your lessons and live your mission here and navigate your human life, live and serve, heal and grow and transform. All the connection with that group available as we open to the spiritual, to the divine. And now seeing that all of that beautiful connection coming down through the top of your head, like a light, a golden white light, a 
a channel coming down through the top of your head. Hey, it's Jenny here again. We're having some strange internet issues. So if you're listening live, you would have heard us drop off, but we are back now. So grounding again, we're doing our preparation. Let's put that hand on your heart, breathing in and out, feeling your feet on the floor, crown chakra open, and all that energy from earth coming up and energy from heaven coming down, swirling together in your heart as you breathe, filling you. And we've invited your soul team and angels to be close. And I now ask that the high council draw near and that you come through me to this beautiful one listening, these beautiful listeners. And I ask my guides and angels that I be a clear conduit for this time and these messages. And I ask all of this and be in the highest good of all, in the name of love. And so it is. Uh, dear ones, we recognize the craziness and chaos that many of you are experiencing in the world and the ways in which you may feel that connection is dropped, just as has been experienced here. We see that that experience could be that which you are often experiencing lately, that your normal routines have been dropped, that your normal identities have been dropped, that the ways in which you tend to communicate and connect and move about in the world have been altered and changed. And yet we are wishing that in this time, instead of seeing and looking at what has been lost, that you would look at what new connections, new wiring, new ways to hook up, so to speak, to yourselves, your hearts, your loved ones, to God, to source, new ways to create connection, both physically between you and your friends and family and human travelers, as well as ways to connect deeper within you, with your heart, with source within you, with your purpose, ways to connect Whenever there is change, whenever something old has been lost, there is opportunity for new pathways, so to speak, for new beginnings, for new connections. And so we ask that you take this opportunity, that this is an opportunity being handed to you and that you grab that what could be seen as a hanging wire that's been pulled out of one plug one connection and you grab it and you plug it into a new one as if we were looking at an old operator's board from the old telephones. You would connect up what is meant to be created in your life now. What is meant to happen now? What change and beautiful things are growing from this change? And as you focus on that, as you Amp up in a way we can say you are also being asked to reconnect and connect at a higher amplitude. You're upgrading. Could this instead, be, instead of being a time of death and despair and letting 
things feel worse then, could it not be a time of upgrading your system, letting fall away that which is not needed and seeing more clearly? And we understand that that path to reconnection and seeing clearly can be dark and stormy at times, and that is okay, so that you would begin to reach out and plug in that loose wire, finding that new connection, and that it would amplify within you your calling to purpose, that it would amplify your love, and you're seeing that you are important to all that is going on. And you are important to yourself and those close to you and to the world. And we thank each one of you in the ways that you serve. And know that you have support in learning how to reconnect and to upgrade and to choose anew. And we bless each one of you on your journey. And we honor each one of you. And we are here reaching out a hand. So call on us. Call on God, source, angels. Call on your higher self in creating this new way, this new way of connecting, this new path, our new version of the same path, this upgraded journey, so to speak. And we reach out our hands in support. And so it is. All right, so gently opening your eyes. We've been given some cool instructions there from Spirit. And I thank each one of you for being here as well. And if you are in wanting further support from me or from my guest, Kit, please do connect. I'm just going to pull up Kit's information. We had a little internet crash there. All right. So to connect with Kit and to fill out her questionnaire, to learn more about her work and to actually get on the phone and learn from her, you can go to liveinfocusedenergy.com forward slash questionnaire. And to stay in touch with me, Follow me on Instagram is a good way if you're on there. It's love underscore curriculum. Or on Facebook, find me, Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph, Love's Curriculum, the Leaders of Love's Curriculum Facebook group. And go to my website, lovescurriculum.com. You'll find ways to get the book. You'll find some videos. You'll find support as well as a way to connect with me if you want to find out how I can bridge to the spiritual realm for you to help you with that new way of going forward in your life to understand what's next for you with all that is going on. So bless you. Thank you for being here. Let's go out together and amplify love and let's do it together knowing we have full support from God, source, each other. Many blessings. Take care.